Like, think oh about this. God. Like if I, that scenario. Okay. But I give you a call. Hey, hey, Mike, I'm stuck beside this on the side of the road. I, you know, I need, I need to pick me up. I'll, put, I'll come pick you up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's bro. That's, that's a good bro moment. Yeah, I'm gonna come pick you up. Yeah, yeah, I've done right. that. All right. Like if you were saying like, oh my god, I got this new game. Like you got to come over like right now and play it. I'm gonna be like, nah, dude, fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm coming over next week. Okay. Right. In five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian, and of course, in the crossroads in the control room is our big man, big techno director, Michael Cards. Don't be afraid to say it, big testicle director. <laughs> big <I'm>, D. Big <laughs> D. Little man. AKA Frost Nasty, <laughs> AKA Double Coin, <laughs> AKA Short Stack, <laughs> AKA Al Pacino Jr. <laughs> Al Pacino Jr. <laughs> AKA Biggie Fat Smalls. <laughs> 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 AKA Fat Nuts. <laughs> Yo, what a fat nuts. <laughs> AKA Big Bird. <laughs> Just oh, that's ridiculous. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Doing, right. doing good. Doing, doing good. Weather's starting to warm up a little bit, so you know it's around that time of year again. Hey, so yep. what? This Sunday is going to be spring, right? First day of spring, right? Officially? Yeah, officially the 20th. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yep. Ooh, yeah. That hot ass. You, it's coming, man. You know it's, it's coming. coming. The Do heat gotta, is coming. The heat is coming. Get used to it. Get used want, to it. We live in California. That's how it is. No, it's not the California part. It's just this garage. I know. <laughs> this room. That, those that have guessed it already, we renovated the garage a little bit to look like our, you know, wonderful set. Yeah. It does yes. already. Um, we can figure out some kind of ventilation system. But it still gets here. very warm. But yeah, it gets yes. very warm in here. So, like, you, you've probably noticed if you... Pay attention on the YouTube mm-hmm. episodes where I wear a sweater. Where mm-hmm. obviously we're in the winter fall time, and then t-shirts mm-hmm. and bandanas. That's literally just to keep the sweat out of our face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's not like gang related fashion statement. Yeah. We never um, really addressed that, did we? Yeah. No. No. We, we never just did. let it happen. Yeah. We just. Well, we, we're just Skittles gang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We just had different. Yeah. Variations. We had different bandanas the entire time. It was like for like at least a month straight, month or yeah. two. We were just yeah. wearing bandanas straight. Yeah. yeah. And it was <laughs> every time we like, we can't use red, blue. And what was the other one? Green, right? Oh, yeah. Green. Yeah. Yeah. So we just can't use those colors. We'll <laughs> yeah. use everything else. Use black. Uh, pink. I think it was pink, we yellow, pink, purple, yellow, yellow. This type of like, cyan. yeah. It's like a lavender type. Yeah. Do we use every other, every other type of color that nobody wants to wear? The softest thugs. The softest thugs around here. All right. We won't bully you, but we'll kind of like, you know, we'll kind of shame you a little bit. It's like, hey man, you really think littering is a good idea? Like think of the environment. Don't be a jerk. Well, this is something that's really interesting that popped up in the news recently, which we don't really go into like politics or anything political over here, but this no. is something that kind of is relative in our industry because it has been happening for a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Um, you guys yeah. see that deep fake of um, Zelensky, right? President yes. Zelensky yes. over president of Ukraine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, that's, it's weird. Like that deep fake is now being used for like actual tactics for war. Yeah. Because it was, um, which we just saw a clip too of Jordan yeah, Peele yeah. doing um, mm-hmm. a President Obama mm-hmm. talking about the uh, 
the dangers of doing the exact same thing that just happened today. Yeah, yeah. we have this clip right here. Uh, and the, this clip came out in 2018. Yeah, yeah it's like a forewarning too. Yeah. That's, that's, that's makes it weird because it was like, was it three years ago? No, four years ago. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll just play the audio for this clip, but we have the video for everyone. Yeah. I want to fast forward a little bit. Instance, they could well, no, say about. things like, I don't know, Killmonger was right. Wrong. You see, I would never say these things, but someone else would. And this is not Obama. This is no, the actual Jordan Peele Jordan himself. Peele impressioning Obama. Warn about the future of fake news. Yeah, and it's just... Yeah. It's 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 crazy. Like for those of you who couldn't actually see this, we'll have the actual video link in the description below. But Jordan Peele actually created a deep fake of himself as Barack Obama, mm -hmm. just basically giving the warnings of people how this technology could be used to like scam or do like a lot of nefarious be used for a lot of nefarious acts. Yeah. yeah. And it's insane that like now, like four years later, we're seeing like actual true like we've been kind of seeing it like as time and time went on with deep fakes, you know, the porn industry has been using yeah. that for like taking people's licensings yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And we've been seeing it for like other tactics for like people using like campaign slogans, like presidential campaign slogans, or just like any type of like political ads, like smear yeah. campaigns. But, yeah. but to the point to where now you're, you can use it for like a, uh, Political figureheads, yeah, especially yeah. during situations mm -hmm. of like high crisis. Yeah. It's yeah. very concerning. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's weird because originally, I know because, yeah, like you said, we don't really get political on here, but mm -hmm. yeah, it does kind of relate to our, our business industry because, I mean, it all comes down to like certain artists where we've seen before mm -hmm. of people who've been deep faked. And there was actually like some, uh, there's actually a Korean news anchor who was also deep faked. Really? And that, and that, and that studio. Uh, or that network mm -hmm. was letting people know like, hey, just letting you know, like the person that's going to give this announcement or like the next story headlining is not so-and-so, mm. you know, and they warned, they foretold yeah. warned them, but they wanted to use that as a chance uh, pretty much like if there was like any breaking news mm -hmm. and the lead anchor wasn't there, then her likeness would be, be used, used for whoever's there. So it was like, so that way she's the face of, mm -hmm. it's like, say you did a, like, I don't know, like Walter Cronkite. Yeah. If you did like Walter Cronkite and he was like out of town for something. And of course, breaking news happens at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden there's like breaking news. The Vietnam war is over and he wasn't there for it. And they just deep fake somebody else mm -hmm. to look like him. And that was like, kind of like the original, like controversy and the arguments with deep fake beforehand was like the morality issues of using previously dead people yeah. for like ads and news and product placements and mm -hmm. stuff. But this goes on to a whole nother level of just using it for like now, like strategic plans, for yeah. like tactics and war and stuff uh -huh. like that. And how it can be used for like mass scam and phishing and hackers and all that stuff to get people's information and data. So before I think we continue on with the subject, I think we should also talk a little bit or at least explain a little bit about what deep fake is. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's been thrown around now, especially during this. Mm -hmm. I think it's understanding as to like when people hear what deep fake is, it's like, oh, they made somebody else's face look like another face. But to understand how it works, I feel like we should yeah, kind yeah. of bring it down a little bit. Uh, did you guys, did you have an idea, Adrian, of like the exact little? I've messed with actually deepfake software. Yeah, we have mm -hmm. deepfake software here yeah. at yeah. our studio. I was just yeah. a bitch. It's a 
pain in the ass, especially since our computers are mm-hmm. are screaming at us to stop it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not, like because the way it sounds this, like a fucking leaf blower. <laughs> yeah, it it wants to die if we try to run yeah. ourselves. <laughs> okay, the reason why it it's so uh, incredibly difficult to use. Mm-hmm. It's because the AI software needs to take multiple images of that one person's well, face. It's not like the difficulty because it's actually deep it's, it's, well, it's really easy to use. Easy to use if you have the right computer. Yeah, yeah. Well, the right computer in the right time. Like, yes. like mm-hmm. so specifically what deep faking does is it takes multiple images and facial recognition pictures of like certain celebrity or someone. Mm-hmm. And it creates an algorithm of like facial structurings to the next imaging. So basically you have to get like a huge collection of images for this to really work out the best way you can make it work out. Cause it needs to collect all the data from every shot angle, how your lips move, how your eyebrows will move up and down. It'll try to grab all this information from your facial structures of how you do from all these images. Mm -hmm. And then it'll kind of, take bits of those images and places over the actor's actual skin and face to match the movement. So to put it in a layman's terms, think of like the pictures Mm -hmm. uh, being almost like a digital prosthetic mask over the person's face. But you need a lot of images and a lot of time. And this is where they always talk about is like, you have to have your computer running for quite a bit to Mm -hmm. process that information and the longer you allow it to process the information and the more pictures you add to it mm-hmm. the better and more believable the deep fake is mm-hmm. whereas like if you put in like a hundred pictures of say for instance like star wars they did mark hamill yeah the most re- the most uh recent season of the mandalorian mm. first time we saw him the fr- end of the first season even though that was a little different though how they did it though that was not deep fake the or let's see let me see another example the guy who fixed it was deep fake Yes. Yeah. Okay. The uh, so think of it this way: the if you put in a hundred pictures of one celebrity and you place it over a person's face, but the person's face kind of has to also match in somewhat little bit of like similar structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that way it will fit better. Yeah. But if you do a hundred pictures, it'll be kind of noticeable mm-hmm. as to where you can kind of notice where it's fake. Whereas if you put 300, 400, even a thousand pictures. The more pictures you feed into this software, yeah. mm-hmm. the better the results are. So think like where it's a prosthetic mask, more bits are added to it, more little details, more brushes, imperfection, things like that. We'll, we'll keep it a lot more simple. So like, Mike, I want to make you into George Antonio Bendos or George Clooney, whoever. So there's a way I can do this is I can take about like over a hundred photos and let that process for about six hours. And I can get maybe somewhat of a rough idea or outline of how your facial structure will match his. Mm -hmm. Or I could take about 6,000 photos I find on the internet of George Clooney or Antonio Banderas, whoever, and let this render and process for like a week. And you're going to probably have almost a match to match look alike. And it's a long ass time. Yeah. It's a yeah. long process. Cause you it's have to long. let this process through. It's yeah. a long process. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's po- power hungry. It's memory hungry. Yeah. It's just, it's a, unless you have this, like the specs. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing though, is like, it's, you think about this now, People in today's society are so photogenic. How many pictures and selfies they're taking of themselves. Mm -hmm. You're providing more metadata for people to use Mm -hmm. to create deep fakes of you. And especially if, you know, 
Especially for a celebrity. Yeah, especially for especially celebrities yeah. where they're always in the limelight, always in front of a camera yeah. mm-hmm. all the time. So there's obviously a, an abundance of images for celebrities. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And you is- can make it easy. You can take an entire movie and just process it out as independent stills every frame and throw that into a deep fake machine, like AI system. Oof. And then that's all the imaging and pictures and processing of this person's face you have to create a perfect deep fake. Damn. That yeah. is kind of, that's kind of unnerving. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. I mean, it's one of those things where if te- when technology moves forward, mm-hmm. it's scary at times, but it's also exciting to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we see that with everything, everything we have out here. Oh, yeah. But it, it's funny, like, Hollywood was the first people to be, well, not even, they weren't the first. No. I'll say Hollywood was the second people to be doing this. Cause let's be honest, it was the porn industry who was first using oh, they, this deep fake yeah. technology. Dude, on, yeah, okay. yeah. With them, I'll say this with the porn industry that they're quick on everything. Dude, they're always 100%. the first. They're always the first. They'll Is always it, hop onto something the first. Dude, they're the, sadly enough, they were the first ones to perfect uh, VR. Mm-hmm. God. I don't know how, but they perfect. They, they threw all their money at it and said, we got it right there. Are they going to be, because I know right now there's a production company who's trying to shoot like the first film in space. Oh, no. They already have the actors. Li- they have everything lined up already. No. Okay. Yeah. They just for, have funding. For, That's for funding's the only stopping them. That's it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So is that for porn or is that like a film? Film. No, porn. Porn, <laughs> porn. Oh, porn was already porn. set, dude. Yeah, it was porn. Okay. No, okay. no, there were, there were plans to make a film. Film is already like an actual movie. Yeah. That's already planned up and like set to, you know, yeah. try to. Pretty much it's green lit, but mm. we know that it, we don't know until it's actually on, mm. you know, boots on the ground or mm. floating in the air at this point. But yeah. <laughs> but the porn industry, they're locked in. Yeah. They just need the funds. That's <sighs> they it. They just need that. Oh, man. They'll, someone will fund them. Someone yeah. will definitely fund them. But how do you guys feel about just deep fake technology in general? Like, it's, oh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah. Oh, no, that was you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, it's exciting. I like to see some stuff happen. Mm. At the same time, it gets kind of disturbing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets kind of disturbing where you when you start bringing up dead actors just to fill in empty roles. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about doing like a biopic or yeah. you know uh, a period piece mm-hmm. or you know something where like 1920s you have mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe walking in the background or you know Charlie Chaplin, you know something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. You're talking about more recent, yeah. yeah. Like bring back, let's say uh, Paul Walker for which the next is, oh, I know. Which is, yeah, that's that's in talks still. I know that is still in talks. Like that, I'm not too comfortable with. Mm-hmm. No, the idea of bringing back a dead celebrity just to fill an empty role because you don't want to hire no one else or you do not want to let a fucking character go mm-hmm. up in diesel yeah <laughs> i mean we i remember specifically like way back like episode three or four of our podcast we read an article what was the actor's name uh rebel without a cause they're talking about actually creating oh, deep fake for um, him for an actual full-length feature film i just saw, i know james dean james dean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that something that was still going to be happening? No, they or? canceled no, that project. They canceled, canceled it immediately. That? The, yeah, the second it was announced, they canceled it. It was flacked immediately by like fans and everyone around it because there was just like it's such a cash grab. It's it's like a yeah a digital digging up the digging up a grave yeah for a celebrity. And I mean, as far as to as to go as to like how far back this kind of goes with prosthetics, uh, face swaps. Uh, this next area is just a very, very morally gray line. Yeah. It's it's just very... Well, how did you feel about I when, like, feel. Star Wars, like, you know, when they did it with um, 
the guy, the actor who was playing General Moff Tarkin when he died. I mean, I they mean, got they got permission from the families. Yeah. Mm. So it's like as long as they get permission, right? But it was done mm. in a tasteful way where you know it was it was tasteful to his work. Yes, it was tasteful to his work. It was tasteful to his character. Yeah. yeah. No, they brought back a character from the original series, which I'm somehow okay with. Yeah. But keep in mind as well, it's an original series where it was, uh, or a character from original series, but for kind of like a period piece Star Wars, where it's like it's been in between a certain time period mm. where the Empire is at its almost at its peak. Mm. So it's like to have that and not have Moff Gideon. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, General, uh, Tarkin, sorry. Yeah, General Moff Tarkin. General yeah. Moff Tarkin, I don't know why I said it. General Moff Tarkin, to have that, or, or to not have him in it would be odd, mm. you know? So seeing that was like, oh my God, that's fucking, yeah. holy shit, that's fucking Tarkin. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, it was kind of like, oh, like, oh shit. Like, weirdly enough, we were we were okay with that. Yeah. yeah. We were weirdly okay with that. And nobody really kind of questioned it because Well, I think it's- I think we were okay with that because of how subtle the appearance and the role was. Like, yeah. he wasn't given a grand appearance in the whole film. It was one scene and like, what, like a few yeah, lines and that's was, it? He was, I think, in like two, two scenes. scenes. Actually, yeah, yeah. Sorry, two yeah. scenes, two scenes, but like very, very, you see, very subtly in there. Uh-huh. He wasn't like in, in the movie doing shit. Uh-huh. You see? But then where does it kind of stop between, then like, if that was okay, then mm-hmm. what's the stop to say like, they make Joker two with a walking Phoenix, and just to have a fun cameo, they have Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Ledger as a counter, like a clerk or something like mm-hmm. that at a grocery store. And and that really depends on how the family will take it and how the fans will take that. We're not talking about like, hey, Fast and Furious ten, you know. Now you know, with Brian's back, and we just oh, get like a whole character, his brother yeah. playing it with the. You see what I'm saying? I wouldn't like, feel okay with that. At yeah, all. yeah, that's that's crossing the line right there. That's, yeah. But like I said, with um, the Star Wars character, it's, you know, it's just very brief, very mm-hmm. short, you know, in the actual, I mean, two scenes, which probably adds up to what, 40 seconds? Yeah. 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 Something like that, which is very quick. You're done with. But when you're in there for like 40 minutes of the movie, I think it's we, like, uh, I don't want to see that. I think we should kind of talk a little bit as where this kind of started in the beginning with how we became kind of comfortable with this. Mm. Like, obviously, this just didn't appear out of nowhere beforehand <laughs> where well, we had face swaps and digital makeups like that well yeah i mean face swaps make sense though because mm-hmm. fa- like i definitely agree with like this is the stuff like i do love and i appreciate with the fake technology it's like where you can do face swaps for like stunt doubles and yeah. actors yeah it's it's very easy it's very quick cleanup work mm-hmm. and it just makes it so much more believable i mean how many times have we seen like body doubles or you know stunt doubles where they obviously did not look like the actor. No, yeah, you can tell, yeah. Like so. uh, what uh, Adrian, you were telling me like the one of the first ones to use a so-called, I mean, in its it te- in primitive age of deep fake. Well, technically, the first one that should have been, yeah. but wasn't able because the te- technology wasn't there. Was Terminator Two? I thought it was Jurassic Park. No, no, uh, no. Jurassic Park was the very first one. Okay, but the technology? before that, technology wasn't there yet for Terminator Two. James mm-hmm. Cameron talked about it on set. Okay. But they knew that they just couldn't do it because it was the technology was not there. Was not there. The funds were not there. Um, actually, nice probably yeah. The whole funds, everything was not there just to do that. Or time yeah. was not there to do that. Was the one scene where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the motorcycle and he comes off the bridge mm-hmm. and lands. In mm-hmm. the original one, it's the stunt actor's uh, stunt actor's face. Yeah. 
in the re-releases is now Arnold Schwarzenegger's face because they able to fix it up. Now okay. technology has advanced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But originally they talked about that. Technically, that should have been the first movie that done it, but mm-hmm. it's just like it was just too difficult for that time. Gotcha. The very first time used it was in Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. um, nineteen ninety three, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, ninety three. Yeah. Uh, ninety one was T two. All took us two years. Damn. But that's how fast technology moves. Yeah. That. Um, the scene where she is hanging off of the rafters. Uh, from the ceiling, right? From the when ceiling. Trying yes. to escape from the raptors. And the the raptors are actually trying to you know. I guess picking off the paneling. It's like they're, uh, it's in like that safety, con- they're in that control room and they're trying to escape from the Raptors and then they go through like the uh, the panels in the ceiling, mm-hmm. like the tiles okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like obviously like one Raptor like pokes its head up and then yeah, that yeah. person's on top of it and then yeah. it comes back down and they're like dangling. It's like the whole suspense of like, oh my yeah. God, pick her well, up real she, quick. Yeah, well when she falls, it's a stunt, it's the stunt actress's face that you're seeing mm-hmm. or like, it's supposed to be seen. They actually deep fake the girl's face on her. Oh, okay. Mm. So technically, that's the very first time that's used deep fakes for an art uh, for a film. So this in this case, it would be necessary for the sake of an actor or a stunt double that's portraying an actor in a yes. certain scene, mm-hmm. where obviously they don't want to see obvious facial differences. Yeah. So they put the actor or actress's face on that. Stunt double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, is, makes, which it makes sense. And it works. It, yeah, and it yeah, works. It and it's works. actually, I won't say super common, but it is pretty, it's common nowadays mm-hmm. yeah. to do that. Yeah. You see like uh, like face swaps, things like that, or floating heads yeah. or yeah. whatever. I mean, there's there's a lot of plenty of great intended purposes that can be used for deep fakes, mm-hmm. especially in film industry. Yeah. But yes, it does get to a point where it can go a little too far off the rails if it's not under control. Now, would you say deep faking itself digital wise is one thing? Would, is it kind of a different scenario when it comes to uh, makeup and prosthetics to portray a certain person? Like for instance, uh, you have actors and actresses playing period pieces where it's like you had Gary Owen play Winston Churchill or uh, Kristen Stewart who mm. played Princess Diane. Is that mm. a little bit of the similar type of gray area or is that just kind of okay because it's more of like a biopic well i think because of what it is the biopic i mean no matter what those look likes will never be 100 yeah. match perfect believable mm-hmm. so there is that you know suspect like this belief of like okay this is clearly an actor who looks like person with yeah. prosthetics it's 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 different in that general sense than just taking thousands of images of someone and then create an AI system mm-hmm. just to mask it over someone's face. Okay. And I guarantee that will happen one day. Mm-hmm. We yeah. will get a period piece or a biopic. I mean, have you, have you seen what Kristen Stewart looks like as Princess Diane? No. Oh yeah, she no, looks yeah. fucking spot on. Yeah, she looks mm. spot on, but it's all by um, prosthetics and makeup. Yeah. That's all it was. But I'm talking about doing a full-blown CGI <clears throat> deep fake okay. over the person's face. Yeah. Where they don't have to wear the makeup, they just have to wear those little dots on their face, and that's it. So it's more about along the lines of where it's prosthetic and makeup, where it's you know who that actor's yeah, playing, yeah. versus like say they do a deep fake on some random actor who looks like him, and then but in the title they put like mm-hmm. starring Heath Ledger or whatever actor or no, actor no, no, died. Like like it'll be weird. Like think about this where. The Batman, okay. instead of actually putting all that prosthetic on Colin Farrell's face, they just took someone else's face and deep faked it onto him. Okay. Yeah. That, like, uh, like, you see? Yeah. It, 
the reason I get the reason I see that happening is for budget, because there will be a smaller studio that can't afford the mm. prosthetics, can't afford the makeup crew. Yeah, and they I mean the software itself is free. I don't see it for like I I definitely see it more prevalent for fixes, like mm. for visual effects. Like deep fakes is gonna be the number one tool in the VFX industry moving forward. Yeah. yeah, for a lot of fixes and stuff like that. I think now for sure, with the success of a lot of deep fakes, yeah. especially, I know I keep coming back to the Luke Skywalker bit, and I and I know that's like, but it's good. It's good. But it's, it's like good. Yeah, this is the first time. Yeah, where I can really say like, yeah, like, holy shit, that looks really. That good. looks real. Yeah. That looks really real. Like I, because I know the first time we saw him in the end of the what was it, the end of the first season? Yeah. Oh no! It was the end of the second season. Yeah, it was the end of the second yeah, season. Second, yeah, yeah, second. I was about to say like I I got mixed up with Boba Fett because mm-hmm. technically it was kind of like the Mandalorian yeah, season three. Basically. Anyway, but like yeah, how at the end of season two we saw Luke and we're like holy shit the Luke, but then you saw a lot of stiffness in the face mm-hmm. and a lot of slow actions, obviously because those tracking dots can only mm-hmm. capture so much, and you can kind of see the difference between that one and then in the book of Boba Fett where it was like holy shit that looks. I, mean, I don't think real. I don't think they're even using tracking dots anymore. When it comes to deep fakes, at this point, they, no, I don't think they even use it anymore. No. Not as much. It's it's, it's literally just you, you, the computer and the software will yeah. recognize the facial structure you have. Yeah, I think I think it only matters under lighting. Mm-hmm. If they're doing dark lighting mm-hmm. or something, like that. everything everything matters under lighting. Though, yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that the dots only probably only for let's say if they're doing you know a dark shadowy scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just need him, you know either in the shadows or just barely seen, maybe something like that. Yeah. But I mean, all, most of the time they're just doing, you know, brightly lit. Yeah. They yeah. need that that side or the 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 area that's where the dots are. They need it brightly lit so that we can be yeah. able to track mm-hmm. cleanly. Yeah. yeah. But damn, it's like, it is scary. It is kind of scary, like how this stuff can intendly be used. But I, I'm still more hopeful for like what we can get out of this stuff to create even- Better stories? Oh, yeah, better stories and a lot of cool, like- this you will not have the whole de aging method if it wasn't for deep fakes. Yeah, that's and right. think yeah. about like how Marvel and stuff like that and films are heavily oh, yeah. using the de aging softwares and practices now. Like think about the whole Irishman. Yeah, yeah, holy cow! That was all through the whole de age processes and deep fakes. Yeah, and look how incredible that looked. Where you can take anyone in any age range. And just make them young or old or whatever. Yeah. I think it's going to look cleaner. Oh, yeah. A lot cleaner. A lot cleaner. Where instead of it's before, it would kind of look, you can kind of tell it looked very like rubbery. Yeah. And I feel, you know what kind of did that is uh, in Tron Legacy. Yeah, that was very rubbery. Like that. But I feel at the same time, that was kind of like almost like a rough beginning stages for it. Well, here's the thing, though, is because it's like when we talk about deep fake. Yeah, when we talk about the de-aging and deep fake, it's hard to separate the practices because it's different practices. Mm -hmm. When we talk about the stuff for like Tron, that's when they literally create an entire digital model of someone's face Mm -hmm. rather than taking images and putting through a software to read through it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny because you would think like, yeah, creating these digital models to actually physically move with a facial structure would be in a better practice than just taking still images. Yeah. 
But every time someone tries to create the digital models, like that's what was the same thing with a Luke Skywalker. Yeah. With at the end of Mandalorian, like it still looked a little rubbery, right? And that's because they literally 3D, they created a model yeah. of the face. It wasn't like a full, like still images that they took. But I mean, we're still in that, what's it called? Uncanny Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're still there where we're able to tell the difference. Yeah. And, um, you know, at least we know something's not right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's breaking away. Like it's fast. Still, yeah. yeah. It's not even slow. That's best breaking away so fast. We're almost at that point where we're hitting Uncanny Valley. Yeah, that scares me. Yeah. <laughs> that scares it's me. It's kind of unnerving a little bit. I, and it's funny too. Like, well, well, sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was I was about to say, like, I mean, like, what's I guess where where's the next step? Like where, where well, do you I mean, go? Like that's what I was about to say. Like, we have like the deep fake technology. We're having AI systems that can think for themselves, and then we're even creating animatronics and robots. Like we're seeing where all three of these things are heading yeah. towards combined. Yeah, I mean, look at okay. Uh, animatronics. If you look at the Spider-Man from Disneyland, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sorry, Disneyland. Um, oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks spot. You know, it looks human. Mm-hmm. The way it swings across the entire building. Uh, attach that to with you know an AI software to you know to make it look like an actor, so the actor doesn't have to get hurt, mm-hmm. or you don't even stunt double. Do your set. Yeah, that's uh. It's just odd. And just, think, really- and just think about too, like how deep fake technology will be so readily available to the average users. Like we're right now, we're talking about AI softwares and programs that most people don't know how to use. Yeah. yeah. But they- it's going to get to the point where it's going to be on your phone as an app. And it kind of already well, is. Well, technically it's, it is. I mean, it's very. It is. You know, it is an app. I'm talking about like a readily used, like available software that everyone knows how to use. Not like these slow Apple apps that are like oh, $200 yeah. to use it. You know, yeah. those are still like proprietary apps. Yeah. I'm talking about like just open like app store where you're going to be talking to someone like just FaceTiming and they oh, basically, you know, I see it's what you so mean. readily available. It's like I mean, on it's a, a FaceTime plugin filter. It's, a, it's the same thing as, um, I mean, the same concept as uh, editing software. Yeah. You know, back in, you know, 20 years ago, you had mm-hmm. to purchase, you know, a $600 software. Yeah. yeah. Now, most phones come with it mm-hmm. on the phone itself. Exactly. A, yeah. a simple, basic version of editing, but it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it will become available where he's just, you know, there you go. Just pop my face onto a movie and that's, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like thinking about like, it's going to be so hard in the future for like single people where they're going to be trying to talk to some girl on the internet and hopefully Hopefully oh shit! It's yeah. gonna be the person they're talking to. You see what I'm saying? Because catfishing, to catfishing to a whole oh. nother level, bro. Oh, man, that's you see what I'm saying? Like that's dude, <laughs> catfishing 2.8, fucking eight. Oh man, that's that's gonna be so hard for people in the future. Like, I, you can't trust people. You want to be able to trust anyone? No, absolutely not. No. Dude, I don't trust anyone still. To this day. <laughs> Damn. Like high angle shots don't trick me, all right? I know. High <laughs> angle, half face shots. I know your tricks. MySpace was like showing like only a portion of a limb. Mm-hmm. I know your shit. We know how it's done. We know how it's It's all the done. same. It's kind of funny. Like no matter what technology advances in the future, mm-hmm. we're all still using it for the same intended stupid shit we did. Oh, no, we yeah. Do, man. Yeah. Hey. So we have, it's, uh, man, I was going to bring up the history of what's called a, uh, Deepfakes, but I completely like lost it all together. <laughs> oh no, you were talking about like how it all. Well, I guess it all comes back to like before we start mentioning like uh, past stars that have have died or passed yeah. on. 
Yeah. Then it all kind of comes back to how it all originated. Begin. I mean, obviously you have uh, studios asking for the permission of families to be like, mm-hmm. hey, can we portray so-and-so? But how did it start where it's like you had to ask permission? Oh, yeah, that's right, right. Yeah. That's right. Now I remember what I was going to bring up. Okay. Yep. It all started mainly with, again, I forget the actor's name. He's like, he's, he's important to the story, but I can't remember. Uh, Back to the Future. He's the dad that. Uh, Christopher. He, no, no, no. Um, Glover? No. No. He was, he was the Crispin? father. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Crispin Glover. Mm-hmm. Played George McFly. Mm-hmm. All right. In Back to the Future, in the first one, he played uh, Marty McFly's dad. Mm-hmm. In the second one, he didn't want to come back because of pay disputes. Uh, he didn't think he was getting paid enough. Yeah. Um, so what they did is they got another actor, not defake him, but to put prosthetics on the actor's face to make it look like Crispin Glover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, there was no laws against it. Uh, and he sued the studio and I think also the um, the guild. Uh, On- or I thought the Screen Actor Guild got together. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's what it was. The Screen Actor Guild got together and made a rule in place that you're not allowed to do that without the um, actor's permission. Yeah. So, um, like, and the the dad that was in the second one where it showed him being upside down, mm-hmm. which I can get. I didn't even I didn't even recognize him. Mm-hmm. I didn't even recognize that being somebody else. And I get it because the person's upside down. Yeah. I mean, it already looks, you know, odd. So you're not going to pay attention to his face. But, yeah, like, because of that, they changed it out with this different guy and they used prosthetics to make it look like the previous actor. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's now in place where you're not allowed to use, you know, another actor's, you know, face. Uh, like their likeness? Their mm-hmm. likeness without permission. Okay. So, which means you can't make a sequel and bring in, you know, you know, whoever may be, uh, you know, Jim Carrey back when he doesn't want to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't forcibly put a person in there. But it gets different, which mean Mike talked about it, is what happens when the studio puts in their contract saying, you know, we're allowed to use your likeness for future projects. Oh, that's now becoming a thing, though. That's yeah. like now becoming the staple for a lot of studios. Yeah. There, they sell likenesses, not yeah. just actors anymore. Now, would that come at the the cost of? Well, if you're going to use my likeness, then you're going to pay the full price of what would be, in this case, um, if I was in the movie. Yeah. So if I was promised like say six hundred grand for this role and I'm not in it and use my likeness, well then you still have to pay me six hundred grand and no, probably well, pay that. Well, it's gonna be in the contracts. I mean they'll yeah. definitely pay out more. Yeah. But it will get to that point. It's like, you know they're buying your likeness because they have no problem paying you out while you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. But then after you're dead, that's whole free range. And that's what yeah. they're that's what they're hoping for. That's what they're saving that money for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which gets in the whole Scary, creepy territory where, you know, imagine if, you know, 20 years down the line, they want to bring back legacy characters mm-hmm. from Marvel or even 30 years down the round. Mm-hmm. And let's say four of the actors are already dead. Yeah. Do you know what's stopping them if they bought out their likeness to actually bring back the characters mm-hmm. for the film? I mean, it's going to get to the point, though, it's like this technology to be so readily available. It's going to be hard to even manage this because no, it's no longer just going to be just studios using this. It's going to be yeah. everyone using yeah. this technology, okay. which, okay. There was, um, I think it was Volkswagen mm-hmm. who did the commercial with, uh, dancing in the rain and they had, mm. what's the name of the actor's name? Uh, Oh, you're talking about, um, Hunter- Oh my God. Don't tell me Gene Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Kelly dancing, like break dancing. Essentially, or like pop locking. Oh wow! Have you seen that? No. Oh, yeah, we'll pull that up. That'll be like one of the last things. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. So here is what they use. This is deep fake, right? Technology. Uh, I don't think it's deep fake. I think this is uh, CGI'd. Okay. But it's like the very early stages of it. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'd be deep fake. Yeah, that's deep fake. So in that case, would you pay the family of Gene Kelly's relatives? I guess. I mean, you pay his estate. You can see how stiff that face is when he moves around. Yeah. It's still images plastered on. Because if that's the case, that if you can use likeness of other celebrities like that, that have passed away, then especially, I know coming back to the Marvel Universe, I mean, the most recent actor that passed away, Uh William Hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. William Hurt just passed away. For those who don't know, he played uh, General General Ross. Ross. Yeah. And he had a very prevalent role in like the Incredible Hulk and also as the Secretary of Defense. Mm-hmm. You know, he was seen in Infinity Wars. He was in C- he was seen in Endgame, mm-hmm. Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like so he already he had a very staple uh, role, like a very prominent, like standing role where he was at. Mm-hmm. So without William Hurt, does that mean we're not going to see him ever again? Are we going to see somebody who just is a different actor saying like, oh, now I'm General Ross or are we going to see a deep fake? Of General Ross. Probably deepfake. You know, it's, Marvel is probably talking to the family right now, trying yeah. to figure out plans to how to keep him. It's, in this. yeah, deepfake, but it comes down to whoever owns his, his estate. Yeah. yeah. I think in my closing argument, when it comes to it, I think when it comes to using the likeness of a celebrity, especially one that's definitely passed on, mm-hmm. I think it is appropriate to ask the family if one, if you feel comfortable with this at all. Like, if is it all right if we can use the likeness of so-and-so to carry on the story that we have been Mm. versus one where you have just universal trying to bring back (laughs) O'Brien who's obviously dead, but not show him, but just be like, Oh, Hey, we're going to bring him back. We're going to bring him back. And then not mention to the family and be like, Hey, so we have plans right now and we kind of need your approval before we go forward. Just letting you know, though, your approval hinges on whether or not all this goes forward. (laughs) Are you okay with that? Like, no, don't fucking stiff arm me yeah, like no, that. Yeah. Like, I, I, so I think there is a, a moral gray area where you need to ask permission. Mm. Whether or not it's contracted, you, need, you I still think need no to matter ask. What, no matter you what, need you to should ask permission. permission. You're using someone's yeah. likeness at that Because to be a dick and be like, well, he signed a contract, like, don't be that fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, it, unfortunately, I hate using this argument, but if they signed the contract and the studios were like, well, our lawyers say we could, so fuck off. <laughs> it's it's a dirt. Yeah, yeah, we know it it's is. a dirty it, business. It is a dirty it is business. business. It really is. I guess we can only wait and see to see how this will progress further. Now with this, especially with the uh, president of Ukraine, yeah, that's if this will mean it will grow further or if it's going to pull back from studios know, I, using it. I think it's going to. I think it's going to pull further. I think it's yeah, going to go, go a forward. lot further. I think honestly, it's, you know, it's going to extend it even further. I guess well, I only have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So my, just my one quick argument is that. If it saves the studio a couple bucks, they will do it. That's true. Fuck. That's very true. Just think about that. You could hire an actor for half the pay of an A-list star and just deep fake a person on there. That's true. There you go. Mm -hmm. You just saved yourself, you know, $5 million. That is true. That is very true. All right. right. Well, I think that's a good place to close tonight's topic. We want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your your thoughts on tonight's topics. What do you think about the whole deep fake technology? Do you think it's going to explode into a whole nother level? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. 
If not, we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Monday. For audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and our Corpstar website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash redbandpodcast. And as usual, just before we leave, Michael has a little end notes for you guys. Yes. Uh, just as Anthony said, all the different ways you can listen to us. Be sure to give us like a high review, you know, through a five star, maybe comment underneath, share with a friend or family. That would be awesome because the more fan base we have, the more traffic we have, the more content we can make. And speaking of content and making, we also have a Patreon account. A Patreon account with different subscriptions and different plans and different plans that come with different incentives. Maybe you'll get a signed letter from us. Maybe you get a signed prop from the set or maybe even just being a direct contact on what you think we should, uh, what we should discuss about next. Basically being a part of the conversation in the group. And we also have a YouTube channel as well. So if you want to see this live, or not technically live, but the, I guess the live version of this podcast, head on down, we'll put the link down below, leave a comment, like, subscribe, share with friends, that all that help drives more content for you. So more people equals more content. So the more you share, the more we get to have fun. So do that, head on over, and we greatly appreciate it. You guys heard from Mike, please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.